Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm asking you today to be part of an unprecedented grassroots campaign of one million active volunteers in every state in our country. He's running! Um, uh, at what point does Trump tweet about Bernie today? Today, right? He won't, he won't let today he go He hasn't by. yet. So, yeah. I would imagine. Bernie Sanders has announced he's officially running. I wasn't sure that he would. Uh, I was a little surprised by that. I actually thought maybe he was going to decide, you know, there's all these candidates out there. <coughs> Excuse me. All these candidates out there are basically, basically running on my platform from last time. Right. I'm a million years old, mm-hmm. um, but he's running. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has the benefit of having been there for the revolution, so he can speak to the founding fathers and their principles. On that uh, irreverent note, Deborah J. Saunders joins us. Deborah is the White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal and is observing all of this at close hand. Hello, Deborah. How are you? I'm fine. I'm looking at the statement that came out of the Trump campaign on Bernie Sanders running. There okay. you go. See, you're, you're breaking news. So what have they said? Bernie Sanders has already won the debate in the Democrat primary because every candidate is embracing his brand of socialism. And that's good. That's you know, good. And accurate, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think Bernie would say democratic socialism, but other than that, it, they're they're echoing each other. They're saying the same thing. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think the president... Uh, you were saying it will he tweet? Well, already the campaign sent out something. My guess is he will be tweeting about this. He's probably pretty tickled about the whole thing. Yeah, I wonder what his strategy is on the tweeting. Because for some people, you know, you elevate them. You actually help them out. I mean, because if you're running on Trump's bad, him complaining about you is, is one of the best things that could happen to you. So you know, it doesn't always work to his uh, to his benefit. But Bernie's a rock star. Everybody knows Bernie, so. 
And if you saw uh, the president in Miami yesterday talking about Venezuela, oh, does he love to talk about socialism in Venezuela now? That's his new thing. You're going to be hearing a lot of that for the rest of the year. So I, yeah, I finally caught on to this yesterday. I thought it was just because there are a lot of people on, uh, you know, on the other half of the argument who are bothered by socialism in America. I didn't. I hadn't even occurred to me that yeah, all those Cubans and people from various places around the country that live in Florida that hate socialism that are going to determine Florida when the presidential race. That's who he's talking to. Exactly, and he's also just saying to all the kids out there who don't quite understand what socialism is, this is what socialism is. Look at Venezuela. Look at people who are starving in Venezuela. Well, and and I'm sure those on the left will be very cynical about this maneuver, but uh, it has the added benefit of being true that there is an enormous crisis in our hemisphere and in Venezuela and a refugee crisis and a a starvation crisis in one of the richest countries on earth. So, you know, it it is definitely worth the United States' interest, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I think that uh, Trump has really handled this uh, this issue so well. And it, it, it's a departure from his America first uh, philosophy where he's really, really, you know, put America on the forefront of getting rid of Maduro. So I think it, I think it's I think it's a good issue policy wise. And I think it's a good issue for him politically as well. So, listen, this is your uh, Pulitzer and maybe a Nobel Prize and uh, I don't know, maybe even a Grammy, uh, Deborah. <laughs> Um, I, I, Grammy. You would have to step way outside the mainstream of of, of journalism at this point. But in, in terms of the whole uh, Andy McCabe, Rod Rosenstein, uh, 25th Amendment discussion, you have Alan Dershowitz making the rounds saying this was clearly a plot for a coup. You have Victor Davis Hanson. The great thinker from the Hoover Institution, a California, uh, you know, educator and, and writer, um, saying the same thing that this this was a plot to unseat a freely elected president, um, and it should be getting a great deal more attention. Uh, is there any whiff of energy to the story in the, in the Beltway within the Beltway? Well, I mean. What amazes me is there are so many people in Washington who look at that story and think that it confirms the fact that Trump was out of line. Right. There were people in the FBI and Department of Justice who were talking about this. It makes me very nervous. I think that Andrew McCabe, who basically was fired for lying to the FBI, um, I, you know, they probably had discussions. People talk about things right, and I think it's been blown out of proportion. I think he's made a lot more out of it than it was uh, because there are people who just basically, you know, I mean, they call it Trump derangement syndrome. And I think anybody who looks at the story and thinks it's proof that Trump is out of line is not paying attention to what the FBI is supposed to do. And they have very short memories because they do not remember how they felt about Jim Comey being involved in the presidential election in 2016 when it came to Hillary Clinton's email server. Yeah, I find it troubling. I use this horrifying example, but if a guy's accused of beating his dog, people don't immediately say, "Ben, that dog must have really behaved poorly to deserve that beating." Right. How about looking at the actors involved? These people were attempting to remove the president of the United States. That is the story. Although I get what Deborah's saying that. She thinks McCabe is making way too big a deal out of it to sell books and or make himself a hero of the left so he gets his pension or something? Is 
I mean, these rumors came out last fall that that, that, that this was supposed to have happened, and Rod Rosenstein has sort of kind of denied it. But yeah, my guess is there was a time when this first happened, and they're furious. They're furious not only that Trump fired Comey, but let's face it, the way he fired Comey, it wasn't pretty. Can you imagine a bunch of people standing around furious thinking, what can we do? Yeah. And maybe just sort of going crazy a little bit, but nothing happened. And I think the important thing to know is nobody followed it up. Uh, when, when, the, when the FBI lawyer was asked about it, he's like, are you people crazy? Yeah, and yeah. And he prevailed. Fair so enough. I, you know, I think... I think that but that's it, not the way McCabe's presenting it. It's not the way it's presented on 60 Minutes. He's not saying we got so out of control we lost our heads. In retrospect, that's a bad idea. He's presenting it as this is how bad this president is. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure that there are many men who have beaten their wives who have said, well, I had to do it. She made me do it, right? I mean, I, I just think that they have absolutely no authority to do this. If there's going to be a removal of the president, uh, it would be through impeachment, and they are not elected officials. They're not members of the House. Only the House can impeach him. Well, listen. So this is a pretty clear thing. So, all right. So you got a lot of vague stories that people are denying, and McCabe's trying to sell a book and trying to sue and trying to get his pension and the rest of it. Um, I think one reasonable conclusion, somebody, or uh, one significance of this is somebody could say, well, obviously they were so whipped up at the FBI over Comey being humiliated and fired and the rest of it and, and, and Trump that they were willing to go way far down the road of let's get rid of this guy, which is what a lot of Trump's people are claiming. They're not necessarily claiming a coup. They're claiming the Justice Department was out of control. They were pitching the uh, the Steele dossier as solid evidence to judges over and over and over again while knowing it was discredited. Meanwhile, whispering about the 25th Amendment and all, it's pretty decent evidence that, that they're a little nuts at the FBI. Yeah, I think so. And and really, I mean, you, you can imagine there are a lot of other people who work there who are just like, they don't even want to, they, they, they just want this guy to shut up. Oh, yeah. These are some pretty important people that you really need to be honest. So you got McCabe saying uh, Rosenstein brought up the 25th Amendment and uh, various stuff, and Rosenstein says, no, I didn't. You've got McCabe saying, I leaked that stuff to the Washington or the Wall Street Journal, but the FBI policy allows that, and Comey said it was okay. Comey says, no, I didn't tell you you could do that. So you got to, somebody's lying, and none of these people are the sort of people that are supposed to lie. (laughs) Yeah, that, that is such a great point. And the other thing is that when you read the in- Inspector General's report on McCabe's line, he basically, not only does he leak something and lie to the FBI people investigating the leak and let them go chase down looking for the real leaker, right, which is just scuzzy, he actually calls up people in New York and says, you're the leak, I know it. Wow. So it's bullying people. Is it, so he, I mean, it's he, he's really a piece of work, this guy. Yeah. And I don't understand how Scott Pelley and folks at 60 Minutes could not have really, they really didn't question no. much on this. Issue. No, they didn't. So, they didn't. Which it's, was it's troubling. Like they didn't read, it's like they didn't read it. Because they just, they, they didn't take this very seriously. And this was staff who wanted him to be fired for what he did. Right. So, yeah. The, the, <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And this guy was treated as some sort of, you know, saint and truth teller on 60 Minutes, which just goes to show. I don't know if you happen to catch. uh, There's a podcast getting a lot of attention where Laura Logan is calling out uh, fellow journalists for completely abandoning their their principles and simultaneously says, I'm committing career suicide by saying this. 
So, you know, it's it's a rough time for, for journalism. How does Scott Pelley not say, you know, there are legal scholars at the highest level who believe this was a an attempt at an administrative coup and then have him answer that question? Yeah, well, like, could you just tell me by what authority you all were talking about doing that? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Right? I, so, I mean, that's the other thing is the story just completely ignores the elephant in the room, if you will, which is they had no authority. We think the president is obstructing justice, so we're going to remove him from office. No, we have a process. If the president obstructs justice, it's impeachment, and you just go through that. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Well, listen, you don't need this encouragement, Deborah, but, you know, keep telling the truth as as you uncover it, um, and and don't get swept up in the silliness, you know, because there's a lot of it about. Oh, oh, we're all sinners on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. I'm, I, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't cast the first stone. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm patting a fellow, uh, you know, would-be do-gooder on the back and saying, take courage, Deborah J. Take courage. <laughs> Great to talk to you, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. I have said this, and I keep the, it. Bothers me that it's true. I will never feel the same way about the FBI. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's me being a grown up and realizing they're human beings too. Mm. You had this fanciful idea that they they somehow found found magical human beings that don't have biases and self interest and egos right. to be at the top levels of the Justice Department. You fool. Now you know that they're just like all other human beings. Maybe that's the way I should look at it. But you got well, between Comey... Please do apply that to every single function of government. These are not angels we have discovered on some angel island um, and, and, and had them run the government. These are human beings like us. Every bit is flawed. So but, quit giving them so much power. But clearly with McCabe and Comey and a number of these other people, I mean, they got all kinds of biases and ego and and weird ideas of their job of fixing the country because nobody else can do it like I can. Just it's really troubling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Egos run wild. And McCabe is uh, in an interesting situation because it's not a minor deal that he got fired and doesn't get his pension. That's not a minor deal. You would have your whole life planned around that. And now he's broke, so he's out there trying to sell a book. Right, right. By the way, I'd like to make it clear that I wasn't talking about people who actually live on Angel Island in California when I was talking about Angel Island. It's a metaphorical island full of angels. Exactly. (laughs) Not the fabulous state park in the San Francisco Bay Area. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.